Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Amelia. And today we're going to be talking about the case of Stacy Castor, um, which is one of the most interesting cases I've ever read about. I literally spent like all last night just watching this crazy documentary about her. Um, but yeah, super, super fun stuff. Young listeners and very sensitive people. I don't know much about this case. I know like the bare bones of some stuff, but from what I've heard, like the concepts and just like just like thinking about it like it's not really the de- the details like the details right. aren't it's gory. not it's not super gory it's not as gory as other um episodes but it is still yeah like the story kind, itself is like scary so don't listen ask your parents just i don't know true watch out okay moving on it's august 22nd 2005 um there's a call made to 911, and it's from Stacy Castor. This is in Syracuse, New York, by the way. So um, it's a really suspicious call. I, I've listened to it like 10 times. And basically, Stacy tells the dispatcher that she is worried about her husband because he went into his bedroom, locked the door, and hasn't been out like all weekend. And she thought he was sleeping because he was like drunk before... And they had been in a fight also previously. And she also thought that he killed himself because there was a shotgun under his bed. Doesn't make make sense because she would have heard it. But um, again, she was worried. But she didn't sound worried. She sounded very calm. Okay, like already that sounds... Yeah. And she called because he wasn't getting out of bed for work. Which is, like, the whole weekend. So it had been, like, yeah, three days, yeah. like, two days or something. Which is really weird. Yeah. You would have... I mean, like, if yeah. we were her, we would have been, like, yeah. suspicious of, like, him being in, the, in there and, like, tried to get him out. Right. But, of course, the person's like, yeah, okay, we'll send people over ASAP. So police arrive at the scene, and she's standing outside. She tells them that she's worried because he has a shotgun, blah, blah, blah. So they go inside... And they bang on the door, no response. They kick down the door. And um, so what they see is him naked, lying on the bed, and he's dead. And um, the pictures are really graphic of this crime scene, you actually. See them? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much, like, they were, like, you know, put filters over them so that it looked more scary, but they were pretty, they were pretty scary. Um, but basically on the bedside table beside him is a glass of this, like, neon green liquid, like, literally neon green, and it's antifreeze. So, a bit about antifreeze, poison terminology, poison 101, um, antifreeze is a engine coolant that's used to, like, lower the, um, freezing temperature of water or something but it's like used in like mechanics and shit and um this man david <clears throat> was a like air conditioning like mechanic or something so he's familiar yeah with it. so he would definitely have it definitely use it and definitely know that it was extremely dangerous to consume 
So um, when antifreeze enters the human body, there's three stages. The first is that it slows down your central nervous system. Between 30 minutes to taking it and 12 hours, um, you'll start to like act drunk, slow down, like not really be able to move, not really be able to talk. And then, um, because it, the body actually absorbs it super fast. And um, then the second stage is that around 24 hours after, the kidney will usually start to fail. Um, so, or slow. Sorry, I messed that up. After after like 24 hours, the other organs start to get affected. So like lungs, brain, heart. But then like usually people die of kidney failure. So it's a very slow yeah because thing. it crystallizes in your organs and it like makes them not be able to function. Right. And so he probably knew that. Yeah, he definitely knew that. Okay. It's a very slow and painful way to die. Do not recommend it. <laughs> right. Um, so he would have known that that's not the way yeah, to go. Yeah, definitely. He had a shot. Like, he, he had, had a shot. He could have just done yeah. it like that. So, a little bit suspicious. Yes. A little bit suspicious there. So, at the crime scene, there's the glass of the fucking antifreeze next to him. There is a glass of juice. Oh, and by the way, antifreeze is, like, sweet. So you can put it in shit. Like, you can put it in juice, and it'll be, like, disguised. Which um, is um, also like just an important thing so like to know. It's like a perfect poison. Yeah. Um, very perfect. Very secretive. So they find that. They also find a turkey baster. You want to explain what that is? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> just turkey, in case yeah. people don't know. Um, so a turkey baster is like this thing that looks like a big like eye drop or eye dropper <laughs> thing or whatever, and it like. You press this thing on the end of it, and you can, like, squeeze in liquid, and then when you press yeah. it again, it, like, dispenses the yeah. liquid. Well, I didn't know what that was yeah. until you explained it to me. <laughs> but, so yeah, they find a t- turkey baster in the garbage, which is a bit weird. That is weird. A bit strange. Um, and it has much more importance later on into the case. So, <clears throat> like, we know that he's... A mechanic and he knows that antifreeze isn't the right way to go and like something seems off but for the police they just see it as like a common suicide they're like he was a drunk he was like upset like this makes sense but the for the people that know him like his neighbors his family they're all like no this this isn't david and see like if people that were close to him knew that this wasn't him like wouldn't have his wife had said something. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, husband and wife, like, they're close. Like, yeah, if other exactly. people knew, she would she be like, this known. isn't David or something, right? But anyways, his ex-wife actually does call the police and says, like, he literally would never have done this sort of thing. Right. Like, I know him so, like, he just would not have. Um, But yeah, so... That's weird. It is weird. Doesn't seem right. Um, but yeah, antifreeze, horrible way to go. The lab results come back for the turkey baster. Um, and also for the glass. So, so, like, at this point, are they, like, burying him and stuff? Like, they already think it's a suicide. Um, I don't know if they're burying him, but they are, like... Because they're doing an autopsy on him. They're, like... 
I'm pretty sure they're just examining all the right. evidence first. Just I don't know if they they don't think it's a homicide yet. They're just like they're just trying to figure out what happened. Okay. So evidence comes back from the lab. The glass of antifreeze had three fring- fingerprints on it, all Stacy's on the bottom of the glass. So it's a little bit weird, right? But she could have just like been putting it into the cabinet or something. I don't know. But it didn't have his prints Didn't on have it. his prints on That it. doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense, right? Because if he had poured himself antifreeze, he would have held the glass, yeah. put it up to his mouth, put it up to his own mouth, right? So something's not right here. Yeah, something is <laughs> not right. Okay, moving on to the turkey baster, the famous turkey baster. Three things about the turkey baster should be known. Firstly, there is antifreeze inside. So, that's how they one of two scenarios it. could have possibly happened. One, someone took the turkey baster, put antifreeze in it, and put it to the back of his throat because they were afraid he was like, I don't know, because he was unconscious or something. And the other is that he took it and put it to the back of his own throat. But were there any prints on it? Nope. No fingerprints. <laughs> okay. And also, um, his DNA was on the tip of it. So, it had been inside of him, it um, didn't have any fingerprints on him, and it had antifreeze inside. So, at this point, they should be suspicious. Yeah, they are the suspicious. Bed. This point, they're like, whoa. Because obviously, <clears throat> someone's trying to like cover up. Yeah, if there are no fingerprints everywhere, like, it's just not right. Something's not right. The police are like, this is a bit off, and especially the main detective who really is known for like digging into things. His name is, um, I think, Dominic Spinelli, and he comes into play a lot. Um, but <clears throat> he does a little bit more investigating. He finds out he's like a, he's really suspicious of Stacy right. at this point. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go interview her first husband, which we haven't talked about yet, but her first husband is Michael Wallace. And um, they had been together for a few years, a few years before she even met David. And he's like, okay, I'll go interview this guy because maybe he'll have some information on Stacy. And turns out he is dead. Oh shit, okay. <laughs> this point, um, David is has been buried. And he's been buried right next to the dead first husband. So their gravestones are like... Right, right next like to I'm, each other. Like, I'm telling you, it was like six inches apart. That's so weird. And yeah. she buried both of them, so... Yes. So... <clears throat> what did strange. he die of? He died of a heart attack. And air quotes, heart attack. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, Michael Walls, her first husband... Um, she says in an interview that they were, like, literally so in love and that, like, she knew within five minutes of meeting him, whatever, that they were, like, going to be the perfect couple. They were going to go on to get married. Like, it was true love, whatever. And, but he was, like, a drug addict, I'm pretty sure, and he had problems with drugs and alcohol. Do you know if she was involved with any of that? I'm not sure. It, like, there's no sources that say that she had drug or alcohol problem, but alcohol does come into play a little bit mm. further along Interesting. the line. Okay. 
Um, so they had a child, Ashley, and then three years later, Bree, another daughter. Okay, so two daughters. Yeah, and the thing about Ashley and Bree was that um, Michael, the first husband again, um, really favored Bree over Ashley. Okay. So later in the story, later in the case, people try to blame the murders on Ashley because they say that she was like jealous. Right. Jealous of her sister, who her father loved more than her. Which, I don't know how much truth there is to this story, but, like, neighbors, friends say that there was a definite, like, very much stronger connection to Brie. Okay. That the father had. Does, um... Does his wife talk about that? Like, does she she know? Yeah, that's, like... Yeah, she she blames her daughter for the killings. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so strong connection to Brie apparently. And in December of 1999, he got sick. The first husband again. First husband Michael Wallace got really sick, and he couldn't walk. Had trouble talking. Any of this sound familiar? Vomiting. Right. For like a few days. Yeah. And people started to get worried about him. And just as people were like, we should take him to the hospital, like, this is serious, he dies on his sofa. Supposedly a heart attack. Yeah, January. And um, the last person to, to have seen him alive was Ashley. Keep in mind, though, she's like an 11-year-old girl. Right. And um, she doesn't know what's going on. And... She says that he, like, lifted his arm or something, and then he, like, dropped it and just wasn't moving. So she thought she was, so she thought he was asleep, and he, and then she just left. Um, but, yeah, she's, like, 11. And his cause of death was a heart attack, and there was no autopsy, because... They just thought it was a... Yeah, they were like, okay, like, this family's been through enough. Like, But, like, wouldn't that have been suspicious that he it, was sick before? Yeah, it was suspicious. But she was like, it's okay, like, I don't need an autopsy, it's fine. <sighs> he killed himself, like, that's all we need to know. Right. Again, this is, like, the fucking story for all these cases. There's, like, people that die so they, and so they, they never fucking that... do an autopsy because it's like, we know what's happened. So she thought that he killed himself? Yeah, she thought that. Everyone thought that. Or not killed himself, sorry. Um, just died of a heart attack. Okay, so it was just like a normal thing. Yeah. Um, so, he got she got $50,000 from his death. And paid for his funeral. And then took her daughters to Disney World. I, which, like, I guess, like, she could be trying to make them feel better about having their dad die. That just does not die. seem like the move. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, a bit suspicious. Yeah. Come back to Detective Spinelli. And he is like, whoa, like, this dude died. Now I'm, like, actually very suspicious of Stacy. So, he convinces the judge to let him exhume the body of Michael Wallace, which means, like, dig it up out of the fucking ground. It's been in there for years. And... Like examine it. it. Yeah. So <sighs> dramatic scene, obviously. 
at the graveyard right now. Not right now, but you know, <laughs> at that time, at that time, it's like super dramatic. There's like they're digging up a fucking old ass body from right. the ground. At the same time, like they're like, did this woman murder like both these people? Like everyone's there, media's there. Like it's just a crazy. It's scene. getting a lot of press. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, it's very hard to convince a judge to let you exhume a body because of how like disruptive it is to the people that like knew that person. So that means that like yeah, the so evidence. they yeah they were like very convinced. Um, but yeah, a few days later, medical examiner calls. He is loaded with the fucking crystals, mm. antifreeze crystals. So that's so. So now we're like, yeah, that's a murder. That's a murder case right there. And um, so Detective Spinelli is like, okay, it's time to bring her back in for a second interview. Like it's time. So he takes her in, and this part is fucking crazy. Just wait till you hear this. Um, so he has the pictures right of all the like cases, and. He takes out a picture of, oh, and she's very nervous about like this. It's clear, like she's been pacing around the house and he takes her into like a um, questioning room. She seems very nervous, but he shows her a picture of the fucking glasses and like the nightstand table. And she's like, so which glass did you pour the juice in? You said you poured juice for him, which glass? And then she says, well, when I poured the antifree, I mean the cranberry That's juice. That's so crazy, dude. Oh my God. So she literally... Classic Freudian slip right there. Oh shit, bro. Dude. So yeah, he's like... Dude, bro. I'm sorry. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she literally said like she did it. When I poured the antifree. Also, like... Did you, yeah. did you like listen to it? Did you hear that? Or no, you, it, it wasn't just, recorded, like a- but it was him talking about it. I mean... I don't know. I guess a very nervous person just about no, being questioned. I'm sorry, that. but like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah wow. Totally. Okay. Continue. Yeah. And apparently like she saw the picture in the full and then, oh yeah, she ended the interview. She was like, no, like I'm, I'm not answering any more questions. You're trying to like trick me. You're trying to make me seem like a criminal and I'm not. And then she was like, okay, this interview's over. And he was like, okay. And she then on her way out saw the picture of the turkey baster and she was like what is that why do you have that like why do you have a picture of that and he was like the interview's over like you can go so crazy crazy so she was like nervous that they found it yeah she was like why do you have that but why would she have put it in the trash can yeah i don't know man okay so there's now there's like cameras all over there's cameras at the graveyard where they think she might be cameras in front of her house they bug her phone um so she does visit the gravestone with her daughter and um they see that they're like okay this is weird anyways let's talk about her daughter for a second ashley is about to go to college and she like people come to her school to tell her that um, her dad died of not natural causes and that her dad was murdered, which is really weird to me. Like police come to her high school and tell her that. So 
were Stacy and Ashley because they want a question like close at all. Stacy and Ashley apparently were best friends, like they were very close. So you would have thought so, that. So yeah, Stacey... she was in complete denial. Like Ashley did not believe it one bit that Stacy could have done something like that. So after the police visit her school, she calls her mom. And she's like, Mom, like they came to my school. They fucking came to my school. Like this is unbelievable. So not Stacy, her yeah. her actual mom. Yeah. No, Stacy is her actual mom. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got confused. Okay. Yeah. So she called Stacy. Yeah, she called her mom. And Stacy goes like those fucking bastards like they came to your fucking school like i'm gonna kill them or whatever but then she says you know what let's get drunk stacy said yeah that's weird she was like you know what let's let's just get drunk like we've had a long day we've had like a rough time um let's get drunk strange strange for a mother to say that to a daughter Right. In my opinion. And the daughter's like still kind of young. I mean, she was obviously like, like, whoa, that's cool. Like, great. That's what she said in the interview. She was like, yeah, totally. Like, awesome. Um, but so she gives her. So that night she comes home. Stacy gives her like a solo cup, I'm pretty sure, with a straw in it. And she mm. drinks that. And she doesn't feel so great. She goes to sleep, wakes up. She's a bit hungover and um she's okay and then the next that day she's like the mom is like okay let's get drunk again tonight but like this time very drunk um and she's like wait what but she trusts her mom and she's like okay yeah sure like let's do it um so this time her mom gives her a big ass cup and apparently it tasted horrible like, she had put some extra shit in there. She was like, keep stirring it. She told her daughter to, like, keep and stirring it. her daughter it. kept drinking it? Her daughter was like, Mom, this tastes totally bad. So she got her straw to put it to the back of her throat to drink it. So she drank it. Um, who, like, God knows what the fuck was in that cup. But, um, another 911 call happens. From Stacy. Uh, from Stacy, yes. Third one. And she's like, my daughter, she's taking some pills, a whole bottle of vodka. Oh my god, oh my god. Like, I'm so scared. She's like, really, I don't know, she's unresponsive. And they're like, okay, um, we're coming. We're coming as soon as we can. Um, and the, f- the person who actually found Ashley was her sister, Bree. So Bree basically wakes up, finds Ashley, like, on the bed, like frozen just like eyes wide open not moving and she's like oh my god like mom you have to come in here right now call 911 so the mom comes in calls 911 and there's a note right there's a letter like a suicide on, yeah letter. a suicide letter on Ashley i don't have the whole thing but basically she's like mommy like police think it's you but it's really me she says mommy like 10 times she's like i did all of it like i was so jealous and like daddy was so bad to you so i like killed him and i killed uh david and i'm so sorry i just really don't want them to arrest you and not me because it was me i did everything i'm so sorry i love when she was 11 she would have killed her dad. yeah i was like no like it's so obvious that it's not her um but I mean, believe what you believe, right? There's- okay, 
I just know like classic like crime TV show. They like check the handwriting and they're like, is this her handwriting? They check the handwriting on every TV show I've ever seen. Right? Yeah, and they yeah. didn't check the handwriting. It was typed. Not even a signature on it. The whole thing was typed. It was like 750 word- Dude. words. Dude. Oh my god. So. <laughs> That's so she, stupid. She's rushed to the hospital, right? She's rushed to the hospital. Is she still alive? She's like minutes away from death. Okay. Um, They're like, the, she literally so close to death. And they, they managed to save her. That's crazy. Somehow. Somehow. She survives. She starts responding. She starts waking up. And she remembers these, like, guys. They're like, what did you take? What did you take? Did you kill the guys? Like, questioning her, like, right there and then. And, and she was like, what the fuck yeah, are you talking about? Yeah, and she says, she says, like, blankly, like, I did not try to kill myself. I have no idea what you're talking about. I did not write a suicide note. And um, she tells them that the drink that her mom made, like, tasted terrible. And that she got it back. She got the straw to put it to the back of her throat. And she did it because she trusted her and the next thing she remembers after drinking it was going to bed and then she woke up in the hospital so that's weird another weird thing right so i don't know how like true this is because it's a bit like i don't know if that makes sense but in the letter the person who wrote it misspelled antifreeze and they wrote antifree, which is apparently what um, Stacy called it in the interview when she was like, I accidentally poured the antifree. Antifree. Yeah. So. Okay. I know. So that's that's crazy. So like when, but I don't know if like, what if she was just like in the middle of saying antifreeze and then she just like stopped. She was like antifree. Hmm. Okay. So when, Ashley's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. What is Stacy doing? Stacy is like, she's about to get arrested, but she's trying to see her because she's like, I want to see my daughter. I want to see my daughter. She's in, she's like at the hospital. Okay. She manages to see her for like two seconds. And she's like, I'm love you. I love you. I'm sorry. And then she gets brought. She like goes out to smoke a cigarette, and she has cops all around her, of course. Um, but so after they figure out that like she. After they figure out that Ashley says that there's no su- suicide note, she didn't commit suicide, she didn't do any of that, they arrest Stacy. Because they're like, okay, who else could have fucking done it? Like, shit. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, they arrest her. And we move on to the trial of Stacy. So, basically, prosecutors had all sorts of evidence about Stacy. Like, literally so much evidence. They had the antifreeze thing, they had the letter, they had everything. I mean, they already had so much yeah. evidence to get the judge to allow them to exhume the exactly. other guy. So, like, she was already... And Stacy's entire defense was that her daughter did it. Like, killed her husband's and because she was a jealous little girl or whatever. Just does not okay. make sense. And what's even sadder is that like Stacy's mom, Ashley's grandmother, believed that it was Ashley. It's like everyone was like people from Stacy's family and from Ashley's family were like turning on Ashley. That's so bad. Yeah. I mean, but like that 
as an excuse doesn't make any sense because if she was suspicious that her daughter killed her husband in 1999, she would have said something, would she not? Yeah. I don't know. Like that just does not make sense to bring it up now. Yeah, and she's in she was interviewed like very recently. I don't know how recently it was, but it was like a few years ago before she died. Um and she was like, "Yeah, I still believe it's Ashley." Like it was Ashley. She's like fucking crazy. In jail, though, yeah. right? Well, she died in jail. But we'll get on to that. Okay. So they found a so the defense team, right? They're looking for anything they can get their hands on to be like it's Ashley. So this is the stupidest shit ever. They find a like a letter in the basement of Stacy's house that was like from Ashley to one of her like ex-boyfriends or something and she's like, "Oh, like I tried to commit suicide twice." from a very long time ago. Um, but that's literally all the defense attorneys had. They were like, basically in the hospital, she woke up, they asked her, have, did you just try to kill yourself? She said, no. They asked her, have you ever tried to kill yourself? And she said, no. And they were like, okay, she's fucking lying. That's our case. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the stupidest thing ever because- That's what they carried their whole case on? Basically. Like, it's so stupid because if I fucking woke up in a hospital and, like, I'd realized that my mother, like, tried to frame me for... And you're being interrogated. Yeah. yeah. And you're, like, fucking, like, having health issues. You're in the hospital. Like, you're... Recovering. You're, like, people aggressively are asking you questions about, like, the murder of your dad and your stepfather like not only you're gonna defend yourself but you're gonna like if someone asks you have you ever tried to kill yourself in the past like i would not just like open up like that of course like i have yeah i did it twice last year i'm definitely like that's such a sensitive it's crazy yeah it's that's sensitive and just like crazy like that's their whole case right so when the other Lawyers have so much more evidence. Yeah, the prosecutors fucking like. I don't know how court works, dude. <laughs> like defense prosecuting, like okay, whatever. So the prosecutors had all of this evidence, and like the defense people did not. Anyway, continuing on. Um. So yeah, the prosecutors had so much evidence. A really important piece of evidence that we did not talk about before is that at the time of when the letter was written. Um, they can find that out for some reason, like using forensic shit on the computer. At the time when the suicide note was written, not only was Ashley at school, but there's a bugged phone call of Stacy talking to her friend. And on the phone call, you can hear the keyboard going like, click, click, click. Wait, so do you know whose computer it was on? Was it on Yeah, it was Ashley's? on Sta- it was on the like house computer or whatever. But you can hear her fucking typing on the computer on the phone call. Okay. At the so, same time. There you go. I mean. Yeah, I know. It's so stupid. And then the jury fucking took like so long to decide. They took like three days or some shit. Like, what were they even talking about? That doesn't. It doesn't make sense that Ashley. Dude, just have done like it. for the other murders, like I think it was um, Amelia Dyer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe it was, but, like, their trial was, like, four minutes long. Yeah, and they they decided decided. that it was her. Like, this case has so much evidence that it's Stacy. Yeah. Like, just because they have this suicide thing, like, on the defense or whatever, like, 
That makes no sense. Yeah. That makes absolutely Every, no but sense. But like a lot of people believed it was Ashley because she was like a jealous little girl, but she was fucking 11 years old. That doesn't, so she wouldn't have known what antifreeze is. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't, we what? didn't know what antifreeze what is before this. Yeah, and no. we're 16. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but crazy. Her own grandmother thinks that it's her. Because she just cannot accept that it was Stacy. That so crazy. Jury finally comes to a verdict. She is guilty of killing her husband. She's guilty of attempting to kill her daughter. But she's not charged with the murder of her first husband, even though he had fucking antifreeze crystals in his organs. For whatever reason, I have no idea. I guess it was too old or something. Um, but okay, but this is a weird thought thing that I just had in my head. Go ahead. But like, if they're not going to charge her for the murder of 1999 and not even consider it yeah. at all, then how would they have even thought that Ashley was guilty of anything if they weren't I considering know. that murder? So weird. Because the connection of Ashley to, um, what's the guy's name? The, the sec- first no the second husband david castor that's such like there's no there's basically no connection there i mean there was tension between them i forgot to talk about that there was tension between the daughters brie and ashley and david castor because he kind of just like came into their lives he wasn't maybe the nicest person i don't know if but there's still there's like no motive yeah there's not really a clear motive right okay um, but there was tension, and right. I don't think they got along super well. Okay. But I don't think that proves anything right. about her wanting to kill him. All right. Um, but, yeah, so if you were to believe that Ashley did it, you would have to believe that she killed her own father when she was 11. I mean, that's um, what makes it true. Yeah. <laughs> so, weird. Anyways, the first wit- the first witness called to the stand is Ashley and the prosecutor is like can you tell me what happened step by step the night that your mom like was like let's drink or whatever she's like yeah i woke up and like literally the last thing she remembers is going to sleep and then waking up being in the hospital and the defense attorney is talking about like her fucking emo note that she wrote to her boyfriend like two years ago or whatever literally has nothing to do with anything right um but moving on jury took a few days they decided on the verdict she wasn't charged with the first murder blah blah she goes to jail she's like life sentence and she dies at 48 in jail of natural causes so what year was that um like it was like a few years ago it wasn't that long ago i don't know the exact the exact year but it was like 2007 or something did she have like a confession note like nope that's weird and she didn't talk to her daughters like ever except for the one time when like at the end of the court at the end of the trial what do you know what they talked about um well they didn't talk directly to each other but um ashley just was like i am so saddened that you like have done this and like I'm so saddened that you tried <laughs> and like, to kill me. We used to be best friends. Like I can't believe that this like happened. And she wasn't like looking at her. They were like kind of. Um, but yeah, 
So, okay, crazy. Um, sorry for not providing you with a serial killer because this is not a serial killer well, story. Well, it's not officially a serial killer story. I mean, I think for serial serial killer, it has to be like three or more or some shit. Oh, but shit. women killers, women killers, and this is like crazy. Okay, I don't think we talked about this, but like. Do you know anything about, like, one, like, how Stacy was, like, as a person in general? Just, like, people thought that she was, like, very nice, timid, like, almost shy, um, like, a very nice wife. I don't know. But um, before the actual David Caster's death thing, they apparently were in a fight, like, in the garage for like seven hours shit so i don't know how that comes into play they were in a long ass fight he wanted to take her by herself not with the daughters on a trip um like on vacation or something but she didn't want to and that's what the fight is about yeah okay and my second question was like do you know if anything happened to her as a kid I don't. Right. Like, it would make sense, probably. I mean... I don't have any evidence for or against... I feel like... Her being abused. I mean, when... Because, like, we know what it's like to research these... Yeah, like, there's... And stuff. People want, like... People, people are looking for that. Yeah. They're looking for, like, some childhood distress. So, like, if you didn't find anything, then there probably wasn't anything to be documented. But then again, like, you have no idea what She's the scary. fuck happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post pictures of her and the crime scene and stuff on the website. I'm just, like, trying to make sense of... Like, right? If she, if she, she isn't, like, sense. visibly fucked up, if she didn't, as like, as far as we know, have, like, a childhood that was like dark and like bad or whatever yeah then like what could have possessed her to have like officially killed one of her husbands like maybe killed another and attempted to kill her own daughter you know the thing i was thinking about a lot is that like domestic abuse is so commonly just skipped over and not talked about at all like it's so common yeah in america like it's so easy for that to have happened and no one I mean, knew about like it especially if she's timid like right i mean not only would she not have brought it up but it like was i nice. wouldn't be surprised if her first husband husband abused her and maybe her stepfather i mean step fucking i mean what <laughs> her second her husband second, right okay yeah. i mean that's not it's not uncommon. uncommon yeah and then she i really wouldn't be surprised if that happened but yeah. That's, I'm, like, really honestly trying to still make sense of it. I am. Like, I don't know. I That's just, so I was confusing. so, I was so, like, intrigued by this case um, because of the whole antifreeze thing and, like, how, like, it's, I was watching a movie about it and it was, like, the moment when they're, like, her first husband, he's trying to find him and then it turns out he's fucking dead and you're just, you like your jaw just dropped you're just like what right (laughs) dude and she's like i think that the one thing to like think about too is how 
before before like being interviewed and before all of those things right when she called 911 to report her like husband Mm -hmm. just like that he was like not coming out or whatever she was calm yeah and as soon as she's in an interview she gets really nervous like you would get nervous for an interview but like if as she says it's a suicide she's not responsible whatever all those things like you wouldn't have been as nervous as she was. Yeah. I literally said, when I pour the antifit. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, that's, like, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, this this one's pretty obvious. It's not like there's a real mystery to this case. But right. I just thought it was really interesting. It is really interesting. <laughs> I'm just, like, also confused how she knew, like, antifreeze. Like, why is that the one she chose? Right. I guess because you can disguise it into shit because it was in the house. So, wait, let's talk about what we think actually, like, happened. Like, what went down. So, she, okay. like, put on fucking, like, gloves, right? She, yeah. I think that she put, like, I think that she gave him a little bit of it um, in the juice before. She gave him before the she stuff gave him, in the turkey Yeah, mister. so she was like, here, drink some juice. Like, um... So and then he was like, did out you say of it. that? So the antifreeze happens over 24 hours or 48 hours? So the first effects are over 12 hours. You're going to start feeling sick, start feeling drunk. And then the, um, like, like you dying. Yes. Yeah. You dying is after, like, I don't know, like 24 hours. Right. So if this is like a few days, it would make sense if she, like, gave him some and then gave him more. Right. Okay. Definitely. So um, they had a fight. She did that. And then maybe, um, and then about the daughter thing, I think that she was trying to test it out on the first day, like test out whether her daughter, it would like have an impact on her. Like, just like, you For, know, like a little bit. Yeah. A glass. little bit. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And she but this time, I don't think she put antifreeze in her daughter. She um, mashed different... up a bunch of pills. Right, because it did taste different. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. So, if she... So, for both of them, she gave them a little bit first and then gave them more. Yeah. I, that's what I think. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, that would kind of fit, like, her character of being, like, timid and shy. Like, not going through with it, like, in the first shot, right? Yeah. I don't know. She seems pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, you'll see pictures of her. Yep. But <laughs> she's really creepy looking. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so. Thank you so much for listening to episode four. Tell all your friends about this. We found out today that people are listening in like Australia, Canada, Thailand. All over the fucking world. That's crazy, yeah, dude. It's and crazy. it's like Thank because you. of Keep it up. y'all. So. We, we wanna... love seeing where you guys are from. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. thanks. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Amelia. And this is Crime Time. Crime Time. <laughs> <laughs>